stock finished lower and the S&P 500 snips a nine-week winning streak at this week's Banks will report earnings. We also have news from Boeing and crude oil is falling more than 4%. So what's happening here and how does this affect our positions? And did we take any trades today? Well, that's what exactly what we're going to talk about in today's show. So with that said, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And today is Monday, January 8th. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading this. And before we look at charts, Mark, I wanted to ask you, any more pizza baking this weekend? <laughs> yeah, I actually did another pizza on the uni, and uh, it came. I'm, I'm getting the hang of it. it. There's a little bit of a learning curve, but the wood-fired pizza. Uh, thanks again, Marcus. Uh, but I'm, I'm loving it. Hey, uh, I'm loving it. We we did some pizza, so uh, yeah, I'll send you a picture. That you have to share a picture. Maybe we share the pictures together here tomorrow. What do you guys think? You want to see some pictures of our pizza? Hey. <laughs> with that back to the markets and after the markets had a nine week winning streak last week the first losing week in 10. yeah and honestly there's something called profit taking <laughs> and the market not going up forever right this to me even looking at that chart i mean technically this looks like a very aggressive move higher that was just right for a, a little pullback yeah so i mean i think the uptrend is still intact but it, it's good and it also seems that uh we, we are right now finding some supports right there at around 4700 i mean this is where we we hit the support level earlier we hit it now today we're bouncing back the s p 500 is up but uh before we go there and get there we also have to take a look at yields because yields 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 i mean this is where Oh my gosh, earlier this morning, they were above 4% again. And uh, this were with a 10-year yield just pulling back right now um, below the 4%. I mean, that's something that uh, traders are definitely keeping an eye on. Sure, a stronger jobs report on Friday and uh, the potential for the Fed to keep rates higher longer and again that's not what traders think because fed funds futures point to a totally different story um but the idea of higher rates longer fully supports uh the you know those yields being a little higher um but pulling back below four is great for stocks yeah because this is where we also have to see the probabilities are changing a little bit here mark did you see that the, the shift is happening because uh, right now, I mean, traders are a little bit more cautious about the possibility of a rate cut in March. I mean, we had as high as 75%, pulling back here towards 62%. And uh, this is basically because of the strong jobs report that we had last week. Yeah, I still think that's overly optimistic. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I believe that... Uh, the June or July meeting will be the meeting where the Fed might consider lowering interest rates. I still believe it could be in the second half of the year and not necessarily the first half of the year. But I honestly think that uh, it's June the earliest, unless something dramatic happens in the market. But let's see what happens. I agree with you there. All right. Now, also, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is about 50, uh, 45,000 again. So let's uh, hop over there uh, because more news there. Did you see the news that happened here in Bitcoin? Let me just jump to a daily chart. 
Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, well, you go, you go on this one. Yeah, Marcus. so BlackRock basically. <laughs> uh, so this is where we talk about cryptocurrencies, right? And uh, this is where BlackRock, one of the bigger ones providing a Bitcoin ETF, uh, adjusted or published their fee structure where they said, okay, these are the fees. And this is where everybody says, okay, when they start publishing fees, we are probably days away. And this is where we're going back to the uh, Bitcoin ETF. And you see, BlackRock is not the only one. If you look at this, there's right now 13 companies that have uh, filed for a spot Bitcoin ETF. And there are some well-known uh, names on this. I mean, we have Grayscale on there. We have Van Eck on there. Uh, we have Fidelity on there, Invesco, we have Global X, uh, I mean, Franklin Templeton. I mean, this is where right now, I mean, 13 companies are competing. And as soon as the SEC says, all right, we are good to go, all of these 13 uh, ETFs will become available. And again, this is where um, it seems that the interest in Bitcoin might skyrocket. And this is where right now it's a little bit, uh, yeah. The rumor, buying the rumor, possibly selling the fact, but everybody is waiting right now on the SEC ruling. And uh, it can happen as early as this week, right, Mark? Yes. And, and you did that recap much better than I would have. So thank you for taking <laughs> that one. <laughs> All right. So what else is going on? We have to talk about Boeing today. Boeing Ooh. has a bad day. I mean, it was down in pre-market trading 8% right now. Uh, it's pulling off its lows, but still down 7%. And uh, this is where news came over the weekend that Boeing is having some trouble again with their 7337 uh, MAX 9s. Yes, a section of their aircraft blew out. There you have the, the picture there. Um, that's not what you want to see. Not the best look for Boeing. And the FAA said that they would ground about 171 Boeing planes worldwide. Yeah, and uh, this is where we, we see already here, uh, it, it's not only uh, Boeing that's uh, massively down right now. It's also Alaska Airlines, ticker symbol ALK, because they are relying heavily on it. I mean, they're pulling uh, back up right now. They've been down, uh, I think, as much as uh, 4% earlier today. Uh, but of course, they're being impacted by this. If uh, the FAA grounds uh, 170 jets, right? I mean, this leads to cancellations, delays uh, in operations. And Alaska Airlines hit the hardest. They have the most of these uh, airplane types in there. Next is American Airlines. Uh, but uh, American Airlines, AAL, this morning, surprisingly strong. Interesting, yeah, because... Alaska had to cancel dozens of flights, and uh, interesting to see that AAL is going uh, going the other way. Yeah. All right, and then uh, last news that we have here this morning is uh, where Congress and uh, the Senate has found uh, a compromise on uh, the the debt ceiling. I don't have the article pulled up right now. Woohoo! Woo woo, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, before we look at our positions, let's take a look at what's happening this week. And first of all, on the economic calendar, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, pretty quiet. And uh, then it starts picking up on Thursday. 
and Friday with the CPI and the PPI. And these are important inflation numbers that everybody is watching right now, trying to get a better idea when the Fed will potentially lower interest rates. Exactly. The Fed's inflation target is 2%. And we will see if this data supports their efforts in being positive and having the impact that they want. So uh, it could be an interesting end of the week, especially because we also have earnings. And I think you mentioned it at the top of the show, Marcus, but earnings season kicking off, big banks. So a lot going on on Friday. Yeah, so let's take a look at the at the earnings analysis here. And this is where we see on Friday, we have JP Morgan, we have Bank of America, Wells Fargo, BlackRock, Citigroup. I mean, all of them reporting earnings and kicking off officially the earnings season. So yes, we do expect some volatility coming back into the market. Now talking about volatility, let's take a look at uh, the VIX here this morning because the VIX uh, pulling back a little bit. I mean, earlier this morning, it has been about 14, but now we're again at 13 and a half. So uh, yeah, it's a lower volatility, well, but I do believe that towards the end of the, the week, we will see some more volatility. You just have to shift your attention to some volatility in crude oil. <laughs> Probably because crude oil today, I mean, crude oil getting hammered. I mean, right now down 4% this morning. And we've been talking about it. Crude oil right now trying to figure out in this range between 70 and 75 where it wants to settle and bouncing basically up and down and up and down, which provides some great trading opportunities. And we'll talk about those in a moment. Yeah, and I, this is a, a pretty sharp decline, uh, trying to figure out where to go, like you said, Marcus, but down 4%. Interesting to see that move today, but it was welcomed. It was definitely welcomed. So let's go back and let's take a look at our open positions and the new trade that we took today. So first up, Canadian Solar and Canadian Solar today having a great day again up 3%. This was after some upgrades in uh, solar stocks. So Canadian Solar definitely participating on this. And uh, we talked about it, loving this trend line here. Uh, so just keep moving higher so that we can sell calls again against our existing position. Yep. Moving on to NEE. NEE also today up, uh, what, 0.6%? Also very, very nicely. We can actually zoom out a little bit so that we see it very nicely following this trend line and need to break above 64. So that's the magic level. And then hopefully we will be able to sell some calls again against this. Yeah, really liking this move higher. I, I think this is just going to march right on up. The time's the wild card, but uh, I, I think we're going to be out of this first quarter. Yeah. UPS a little bit all over the place. I mean, right now stuck in this range and I'm still trying to sell the 160 calls. And uh, we talked about it last week. So last week I did not get filled on the 160 calls. Uh, this morning I was trying to get $1.75 for the 160 calls. Not yet happening because UPS is going back and forth and back and forth. Right now, um, 80 cents by 90, 87 cents or so 79 by 87 cents. Uh, would still give me uh, the 36% annualized. But if you look at UPS, it's, it's bouncing a little bit all over the place today. So if you take a look at a five minute chart here, you see that uh, UPS, <clears throat> just go back here, 
this today up and down and up and down. So right now I'm waiting for the next move higher. And uh, then I, I might uh, might settle here for uh, maybe $1.25. So let, let's see what, what I can get a little bit later today if we push higher. Right now, as we are on the downswing, I'm not uh, trying to sell any calls. But once we are back on the upswing, that's when I'll take another look at it. Yeah, I, I like. I like the the range that's holding up, Marcus. But gosh, uh, if this one can participate with the overall market move higher, that would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So if you take a look at the heat map today, we see that uh, okay, everything is up. Nvidia making a sharp move higher. Uh, so this is where we have four point two five percent up, and we see that the energy sector is actually today down with crude oil moving lower. So what does this mean? It means for us opportunities in this energy sector. And there were a few stocks that we were looking at. Uh, there's XOM, uh, there's MRO. Uh, let me see if I can find MRO right there it is. And then there is Oxy. So these were the three stocks that we were looking at this morning and uh, actually found some nice trading opportunities here. Yeah, I mean, as soon as we saw that crude oil was down 4%, we knew that it was a shopping day and it was just a matter of what to trade and what strikes to trade. And so Oxy gave us a nice opportunity at that 57 strike. And uh, Marcus, we both took this one. Yeah, so uh, the 57 strike expiring on Friday, as you can see right now, 32 cents available. And that's exactly what we did. We actually got $33 for it. Um, that's the trade that we took this morning, but uh, it, it wasn't the only trade that is available. The other one that we really liked, and we we're going back and forth whether we should trade XOM, Exxon, or Occidental Petroleum. And uh, here, just a few minutes ago, before we started the show, the 98 strike price was available. Right now, the 99 strike price available. Mark, I mean, going back and forth between these two, I mean, Flip a coin, basically. Both of yeah. them are good trades. Yeah. Uh, at the time, we were looking at 65 cents at the 99 or 33 cents at the 57 for Oxy. 42% uh, annualized on Oxy, 47% annualized on Exxon. Uh, with Oxy, earnings are further away. Not a big, big deal because there's still plenty of time. Uh, we have 22 days until earnings on XOM. Uh, so like you said, kind of a, a toss up, whatever you preferred. Yeah, but then also if you have a smaller account, MRO also popped up, Marathon Petroleum. And uh, Marathon yep. Petroleum here, uh, looking at some solid support, I think a little bit earlier, the 22 was available. Right now, the 23 strike is available. But uh, I, I think I, I would be happy with the 22 strike. So if you have a smaller account, um, and cannot trade the higher price stocks like Oxy at 57 or XOM at 99, uh, here's a lower price stock that I think would be a great, um, yeah, a great alternative to these two bigger ones. I, I like it as an alternative for sure. All right. Then also, I mean, you guys told us that you are interested in our WTF trades. Uh, so if you're interested, we can run through this. Leave, uh, let us uh, know in the comments if you would like to know more about these trades, um, because uh, we do have quite a few here. So a total of uh, one, two, three, four, five, six trades that we are in right now um, that we took last week. And uh, all of this looking pretty good, pretty solid here. Sure. 
everything in the green today. So CMCSA popped up as a signal on Friday. Uh, some nice follow through today. Not too bad. Yeah, bought it for 42.78. Right now trading at 43.37. Uh, so that's looking good. CPRT, another one that is pushing higher today because our goal is here to identify short-term bottoms and then win the fear. And uh, that's what WTF stands for and buy. And here we bought it for 46.72, right now up to 46.83. So not a whole lot, but positive. We like this. Doing what it needs to do. Okay. CSTP, same here, bought it for um, 82.37. Oh, there we're slightly down here. Okay, that's one where we're yeah. a little bit down. But uh, that's okay because the next one is kind of a blowout trade. Yeah, not bad at all on Dash. I, I guess uh, there was an upgrade there and a big jump. So up 3.7% right now. Uh, we had a nice entry on this one. Yeah, I bought it for 93.58. Uh, you see it right here where we have the green arrow uh, two days ago. Today trading at 98.35. So that's one that we probably will exit tomorrow, right? That's uh, the one that is just exactly doing what we want it to do. Let's scare to the downside yeah. and then bouncing right back up. Yeah, I'd be surprised if uh, the software didn't show sell signal for tomorrow's open. Yeah. All right. Fast, um, yeah, hang in there. Uh, this is where we're also slightly down, uh, but it's doing exactly what we want it to do. So we have the short-term scare. Let me look, uh, zoom in a little bit more so that it's e easier to see, right? So we, we have the drop here. Uh, we bought it a few days ago, as you can see here, where we have the green triangle. And right now it has found a bottom and we want it to pull up higher. So we'll probably be in the trade here for another couple of days. But as you can see, on average, we are around six days in a trade. So since we entered it last week, that's absolutely fine. Uh, but we're doing good here on this one as well. Can't complain. And then the last on the list here, PCAR. That's another one uh, where we entered at 94.42. Uh, right now trading right around our entry price here. Again, had this little drop is stabilizing right now and uh, we entered a few trading days ago and now we wanted to move higher so let's see what is happening here yeah you know there are some that are a little flat dash up nicely but our, the signals and the stocks are doing exactly what we would expect a nice little pullback oversold condition uh potential bottom quick reversal and that's what we're looking for so then we check the software each day after the close to see if there's a sell signal and like i said it looks like dash is going to have one for sure we'll see what happens with the others yeah let's see uh, but uh, i mean so far hanging in there and hey if you're in, enjoying this uh, give us a like and uh, let us know in the comments if uh, you like us to run through these trades here as well now, going back to uh, my buddy UPS here. Come on, UPS, pull higher. We're on the next upswing, as you can see. It's just up, down, up, down. So let's see if we can push up again towards uh, Friday's close. And this is when I would be interested in selling more calls. Uh, hopefully, I mean, initially I thought that maybe I can get $1.50, but I'm willing to lower it to $1.25 uh, selling the 160 calls. I mean, I've been playing this game for 
the last few weeks because uh, UPS has been trading in this range very, very nicely here, pretty much between 155 and 160, right? So this uh, has allowed me here to just keep selling calls against my existing position and start keep collecting premium. Just do it, Marcus. Just do it. <laughs> well, looking at the markets also <laughs> overall, hanging uh, out at day's high. So this is a five minute chart of the S&P 500. Uh, just hanging in there, the Dow climbing out of the hole. That is basically because of Boeing. I mean, Boeing, a heavyweight in the Dow, dragging it down. And uh, the Nasdaq uh, today, much higher, probably here, fueled by NVIDIA, where NVIDIA is up almost 4%. NVIDIA making all-time highs. NVIDIA making all-time highs. Hey, <laughs> what do you know? Well, uh, this is what we have for you today. And uh, if you enjoyed it, do us a favor and click on like. And uh, if you found this video helpful, feel free to share it with somebody. There's a share button right underneath. We really appreciate all of the shares, all of the likes. If this is your first time here. Consider subscribing to the channel because we'll keep you posted of what's happening with our positions, what's happening with the WTF trades, uh, how we are exiting those. So. Uh, hit the little subscribe button and uh, there's a notification bell. When you hit the notification bell, you get um, basically a notification whenever we go live. That's all I got for today. What do you have? <laughs> I have a little happy trading. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.